Welcome to the Woke Blokes Podcast, hosted by Nick Sutherland from MindFit and Ryan Hassan from the Center for Healing. Let's get into today's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Woke Blokes Podcast. Ryan Hassan from the Center. We should get a jingle. Sorry, you were just doing a little dance then, and that made me think we should have some sort of jingle at the start of the show. Oh, we do. We do. do it's, we? The pre, it's the pre-recorded jingle. Do you ever listen ever- to our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> we have a jingle. Do we? We yes. do, don't we? Oh, we do. I just had a real moment just then. We do have a jingle. Sorry, it'd be nice if we had one though into the we, show. We, like, we were literally just talking about how you bring nothing to the table, and now you don't even realize we have. I come up with all the themes for the shows, guys. I I do all the work. I upload the, the podcast, and <laughs> Ryan just oh, who who edits it? it? Who edits it? Your virtual assistant in the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> AJ edits it, and I, she I does a wonderful job. Yeah, that's AJ. She does. She's a, a weapon. She's just a. She does a fantastic job at everything. Um, so you pretty so much. So I can't cru- believe that I forgot nothing. that we have a, a song. Oh, I, I, I do something. I bet you're a golf. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> we were a team. We were a team, and we beat the other team. I'm sorry, golf. you've had so many chances to gloat on this show, and you've taken those chances. Just have, have, let me have a moment of glory. We're meant to be channeling, coming together for the Gold Coast. Remember, okay. no more of this I beat you, oh, no more of this on. ego. Come there's on. no, there's no, there's not no even a little bit. Me. Not there's even no a little bit. There's only a, there's oh, only a Spider-Man's here. Come in, come in. Come here. <laughs> I saw Spider-Man Tony. just made a. Having a cameo for those who aren't on, <clears throat> on YouTube. You get a boom. Hi, Spider-Man. So, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan's son, Tommy's just rolled into town and uh, he's shooting me with a spider web. Through he's the... going the full Spider-Man outfit today, yeah, the, so the mask and all. Mask, yeah. Loving it. Um, all right, so I'll check my ego, even though, you know, it must we need won, some sort Ryan. of expression. We run. This, this is important for the Gold Coast trip. This is important. What about this? We I heard this one, maybe Wim Hof. So no ego, we go. Can that be mm. our motto? Yeah, uh, yep, let's run with that. I like it. All right. There's, no no there's, ego, we go. There's no you and me anymore. It's a, it's, a, it's an us. We are a we. So I completely forgot that we had intro music. I apologize for I that. Um, dun, you know, that's right. Welcome back cool. to the Woke Blokes podcast. Yeah, 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 I've got it. I've got it. Everybody was listening. Like, yeah, we just fucking heard it about one minute ago, you know. <laughs> Um, yeah, but we're, we're popping up. I caught up with a mate uh, for lunch on Tuesday, and um, he had had a bit of a drive because he lives on the other side of the city, but he was doing a job out this way. He goes, let's catch up for lunch. I'm like, awesome. And he goes, mate, I'm on the way here, and whatever podcast I was listening to finished, and then automatically, what do I hear? Woke Blokes podcast is auto-played as his next podcast. So he was listening to me on the way to have lunch with me and hear me crap on for about 90 minutes. So. He's probably not going to want to reach out for another couple of months. <laughs> he's had his Ryan dose for a while. He has. He has. He's filled up oh, with, uh, with Ryan. Yep. I've got. Um. I've got a request to all the listeners. Um. Any. We're sort of upping our marketing or or whatever you want to call it. So any any listeners who have a favourite bit of of this, 
um, where uh, anything that's resonated with you, can you send me the episode and the timestamp for it or, you know, the try and find out. We just after like a shorty, if, if, if I'm talking about something and it's been informative or, or insightful for you or it's just really landed, it's a little nugget, uh, that, that you think I could turn into a clip and put it on social media just to help other people, um, just flick me an email and let me know. You know what's going to come through? No. Well, it Dong. was... For, no, um, so, you know, it was, we had, it was a wonderful weekend. I got Nick was down uh, from Agnes Water. Um, we had a lovely uh, barbecue at MindFit HQ in the afternoon. And then we played golf on the Sunday. So I, I had my fill up of Nick on the weekend <laughs> and it was delicious. Um, and, so, <laughs> and so we're at my fit and um, someone came up to me, he introduced themselves and said, look, I feel like I know you because I've listened to every episode of the podcast. And this isn't the first person, but the one moment they bring up in all the over a hundred episodes, we're talking about philosophy, mental health, we're talking about addictions, we're talking about uh, spiritual practices, you know, how to be a better person, how to think better, how to live better, how to be better emotionally, how to be there for our partners and our families. The one bit that gets brought up the most is the vat of shame wanking tears. <laughs> that was profound. That was very insightful. That's. Um... I, don't, I don't, actually don't know what episode, so we might have to find that clip. I don't know if it's one for <laughs> social media posting, but it's, uh, it's oh definitely a... Most played episode. I don't know if, if it was conscious or not, but you just you just spoke the the MindFit um, motto. You just the, the tagline well, for MindFit. Yeah, I thought it was discomfort precedes uh, uh, no success. No, that's the the program motto. But the MindFit is, is think better, live better. Ah, I put it. It was in in the middle of that little bit there, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Wow. You rub it off on me, Nick. Um, (laughs) I'm not going to go there. This is a. I'm not. uh, It's not the. Not the demographic Um, to to have that kind of conversation. But look, one of the 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 fellow that I spoke to on the on the weekend as well. One thing that he did say is that you know it is it is great to have a show where we are talking about you know, deep concepts, stuff that people would classify as very serious and all that kind of thing, but we're not overly serious about it in that we're having lots of laughs along the way. And I think that that's uh, incredibly important. You know, we've said it many times on the show, but doing the work on yourself and going through all this, like it doesn't have to be, you know, serious. I'm getting better. I'm judging myself and all that. We've got to be having a laugh and a bit of fun along the way. Well, let's kick the show off proper then because I did go down to Melbourne for the weekend and and uh, I had a very early flight Monday morning. So um, I only had check-in, uh, carry-on luggage, so didn't have to put a suitcase on or anything. Um, and so I got there, went through the screening where you, you put all your bags and everything. Uh, and they pulled me up on the other side and they're like, um, I'm just going to check your bag. We found something in your bag. So M's dad has bought a 22 rifle uh, and he's going to, uh, I'm going to buy it off him. Um, my gun license has just come through because wild dogs and whatnot on the property up here. I hope we don't get to use it, but it's better to have it than not need it, than need it and not have it. Um, so, and, and he put a, a, a little... 10 round magazine in my bag gun magazine uh for for where the bullets go 
Uh, and we thought nothing of it. You know, there's no gun, there's no ammunition or anything. Uh, so they picked up on this thing and you can't bring that through. Long story short, the federal police were called. Um, oh, what? <laughs> I'm, I missed my flight. They were paging Nick Sutherland. There's Nick Sutherland here. Um, and I'm like, and, and I observed this, this lady at the screening sort of section really enjoy the dynamic of, of the relationship her and I were in where she held all of the power and she used it um, in such a way that, it was just so interesting to watch. She, she she escalated the whole thing, and she she went to oh well, you may as well have brought a gun in here. And I was like, really? it's not quite that's, the same, is it? That, that's, that's where you want to take this. And I was saying to her, look, I'm happy to leave it. Please just just take it, throw it in the bin, do whatever. I've got to get on this flight. There's not another flight on this airline to Gladstone until this time next week. So. Let's uh let's get the I no, I have to call the police and I have to and they came over and they were so good the the AFP um there's three of them one of them was in the army so she, her and I were having a chat and then the other one's like what do you do I said oh, ex army and mental health practitioner and he's like oh, all right what's this for I said we've got forty acres I'm getting a gun blah 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 he's like and they called us out for this and they were. They were just so crazy. All right, I'll pretend to be official, Mr. Sutherland. I'm cautioning you and blah, blah, blah. And he said, what time's your flight? And I went, uh, five minutes ago. And he's like, oh, we didn't know. We would have rushed over a bit quicker. We took our sweet time getting here. Um, all right, so I missed the flight. So $600 later, caught one at lunchtime, didn't get in until 8.30 that night, got off the aeroplane. And got a bill from the local mechanic um, that had been working on the Defender I just bought, $5,700 for, that was insane, 41 hours work. And and so all of this, it was a heavily stimulus-laden day. There was just, life was happening. And I just sat in the pocket. I just sat in that space between stimulus and response. And I just observed and... And I observed the mental chatter increasing and I observed the emotions starting to get stirred up and, and whatever. But then I just also observed the self-soothing and the surrendering and the embracing of it. And the, this is necessary. This is, this is, this is, we need, this is resistance. Um, I'm not getting what I want. I'm not being loved and liked. I'm not having the, the perfect day. And, and so this is here before me. What can I do? And I, by the time I got home, uh, I was so stoked to see Em and the doggos. And, and, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't affected detrimentally by all that had happened. Um, <clears throat> and I didn't need to, you know, get it out of my system talking to Em about it or whatever, blah, blah, blah. I was just come home. Oh, yep. You're okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm great. Um, and we just kept moving on. It didn't get stuck in a destructive cycle. So it was really interesting just to, to have so much stimulus at one time and to just be that eye behind the eyes we speak of and just live that meditative life and, and have that kind of a day. Yeah, yeah, what a day. I mean, that it's a good point that, you know, 
doesn't matter how much of this work you do and whatnot, then uh, a disturbance, a stimulus like that will stir up something within us. So it's not about not getting stirred up. It's about the, what you were talking about. It's like, can I actually witness the the disturbance? Can I watch all the muck on the bottom of the pond come to the surface? And can I not then get lost in it and start to drown in it and say back? Because what we mostly do, so let's take the, the, um, the lady at the airport who was working. It's like we have an incident like that. And, you know, God knows what's what's going on for her. Um, uh, and basically what happens, we have that experience, then we take her with us. In essence, we take her and that that reaction that we she, have. She becomes, she becomes the baggage that I didn't She's check She's the on. baggage, yeah. You're like, you yeah. put her in your pocket, you know, yeah, yeah. Or, you're, or you're carrying her on the back and then she comes home with you, you know, when we're now in relationship or with our families. And then, you know, a week later when we're at work and whatnot and, Maybe we're stuck in traffic and then we bring her out as an excuse to get more angry. And then we're carrying all these things around with us where we can, you know, we don't forget about things because obviously you can remember it and talk about it, but we're not carrying um, a lot of that heavy emotion that, that she was eliciting at the time. Well, I'm, I'm still, I'm not holding on to anything. And, I've put, you know, there's a beautiful um, story about the, the two monks and, they're walking on, I've spoken about it before, but they're walking on, one's an old one, one's sort of new to it all, and there's a woman across the stream and she needs help, and so the old monk wades through the stream, picks her up and brings her back over to this side and puts her down and they wander off, and uh, the young monk's sort of looking at him shell-shocked because, you know, a part of their monkness, they're not allowed to touch women. And um, and so he's stewing on it all day for the rest of the walk to the next town and in bed that night. And then he finally goes, fuck it, what, what the hell, man? Why'd you, why'd you pick that woman up? And the old monk goes, well, I put her down all the way back there. Why are you still carrying her? And um, so what I observed was her ego was in full flight. And doing the work, I, I really intervened in my own experience and turned up and made sure that my ego didn't get engaged and go looking for a wrestling match. Like it was the, the, the suffering that I was in was necessary because, um, you know, I had a flight to catch. I had, I had a day's work of duty to do when I got home. I had, I had all these things planned. But as soon as things outside of my control start changing the course or the, the plan, then – Victor Frankl, the only thing I can control is how I feel about it and what decisions I make. So, all right, surrender. I'm not going to catch this flight. All right, well, instead of this destructive, what well, I can't believe she did this and I can't believe I missed my flight and I can't believe it's like, what can I do? Right, I can Qantas, Jetstar, Virgin, there's all these other airlines. Which one goes to Globe? All right, it's going to cost me 600 bucks. Well, that's a bit of a kick in the dick, but so be it. And um it's just that moving forward there was, there was no as you say i didn't bring her home with me I, I didn't i wasn't stewing or dwelling i i fully let go of any attachments yeah, desire, yeah it, desires for what i think should have been happening yeah it also <laughs> helps as well like when the when the police come like a lot of people if you don't you know check that then you're already worked up then all of a sudden you're What's happening here? Wow, this fucking bitch, blah, blah, blah. Then it's like, whoa, whoa, calm down, sir. And then you're, you're compounding the issue, right? Because you're trying to... Well, I think all I had as well, in my head was, 
I just didn't want to have have an experience like you had. I just pictured Paul Ryan in a jail cell, starving, you know, doing his push-ups and just beating Mate. other dudes off. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> beating, I mean, I mean, what she dropped tattoo with a permanent marker, trying to fit in, <laughs> crying into a, a vat of a, yeah. a vat of tears. Yeah. <laughs> so did you urinate in that bucket? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, you're on. Um, <laughs> so dehydrated. <laughs> what you're sobbing in the corner? Let's <laughs> go away. Yeah, we've had complaints from your cellmates. Yeah. <laughs> they can't sleep. <laughs> you're howling and crying for hours. Keep saying "mummy" over and over again. <laughs> so that's that's that, that being able to self-manage and self-regulate my emotions and have a an emotional response that's in proportion to what I was experiencing prevented me from ending up in jail like your good self and and having that 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 horrendously traumatic experience. <laughs> um, uh, yes, that's correct. Yeah, I did have something else to say on that, but we just got really off track. Um, <laughs> Unlike us. Unlike us. Um, I, well, it'll come back to you. It'll come back to okay. you when it does. Just, just release it. Um, I've, I've got a bee in my bonnet, and it's it's been building for a while. Oh, uh, and you, I've spoken to you about it. And now we're gonna we're gonna have a we're gonna have it out there. Mental health charities. Oh, okay. A bee mm. in your bonnet. What does that mean? Like, what's a bonnet? Like, it can't be a car bonnet. Like, if I have a bee in my, if I have a bee in my car bonnet, that's not much of a problem. What's a, no, is a bonnet, bonnet? An item bonnet of clothing? A, a, yeah, it's an item of clothing. Women's clothing. That's right, the thing okay. they had on their on their on their heads. The oh, well, that is a problem. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bonnet. All right. All right. Have it out then. What's what's your beef here? What's your issue with them? They're trying to do good in the world, trying to raise awareness around mental health, you know, out there doing. What you know, do they fucking, pro- what do they raise? What are they, what, they've got no idea. And, yes, I'm using absolute language and, and I'm, I'm putting them all in the, yeah, I'm putting them all in the one oh, bucket there. I'm professional. Nick, turn your phone off. I'll turn you off. Um you do have a bee in your bonnet. Why? Well, I might have two bees in your bonnet. I'm walking for mental health. I'm I'm doing push-ups for mental health. I'm uh, raising awareness. What the? F- what does it mean? Raising awareness. Explain to me what is raising awareness of mental health. No one well, knows it- what fucking mental health is. So all they're raising is is oh, suicide's bad. Don't don't kill yourself. Yeah, that's that's that, that should solve it. the problem. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's look, good. That's look. That, I think my my, yeah, my okay, bee go. comes from just 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 hold your horses for a minute, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's a bee in my bonnet. Hold your horses. Um, uh, everyone I've spoken to who's been in a very very unhealthy mental health space. Myself included. No man of you doing push-ups was going to fucking help me at all. No, man, and you walking from here to Timbuktu was not going to help or benefit me in any way. So all of these mental health charities are raising money, which a lot of it's going to their pockets. And I just I, I don't know what it, they're not. I can't see any change. I've, I've seen nothing 
nothing changing. It's to me, it's actually heartbreaking because it's like they're profiting or benefiting from from sincere, genuine pain and suffering. Like it's, uh, I just can't get my head around it. Okay. Be in your bonnet. All right. Uh, I, I think it, I'm getting Play the devil's from. advocate. Educate you know, I, me. Play the. Okay. Well, I, I, it depends. So you're right and you're wrong because, you know, you say a mental health charity and that encompasses many, many different things. And so, you know, over the years for me, I've seen exactly what you're talking about. I've seen, you know, I think initially things like, you know, so, uh, football players or, you know, people who are well-known coming out and speaking about their troubles. I believe that's a good little first step because it makes, doesn't help an individual, right? doesn't help an individual per se who's really deep in depression or struggling with something, but it helps overall the general public be like, you know, maybe that 50-something-year-old guy who would have never thought it was a thing before after uh, a year or two of uh, hearing these kind of things kind of goes, oh, okay, so... You know, people can really struggle with their mental health and, hey, I feel like my son or my, my nephew or something's been really struggling. I'm going to be now more of a compassionate ear to that, okay? And it's only a very small step, yeah, but on yeah, a collective yeah, that, level. That's, that's great, yeah. Okay, I've seen, um, but I believe that we're at a point now where we need a much deeper understanding of, apart from like, hey, mental health, like you're saying, right? I get that. I've seen a lot of charities out there, a lot of bigger ones who raise a hell of a lot of money and put it to terrible use. So, you know, I'm talking about that, uh, like people who are on the board or CEOs of mental health foundations paying themselves a ridiculous salary from a non-for-profit, um, which mm-hmm. is essentially stealing from people who need it. Um, mm-hmm. So well, I completely agree with you in that regard or putting it towards, I've seen, um, I won't name names, but some of the, the, the bigger ones here, I've heard stories. Name names, of, name them, no, name and shame. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, Beyond Blue. Oh, I was like, say, that was in my head. That was in my head. <laughs> um, uh, well, probably one of the most, the biggest and most well-known ones here in Australia. Um, put, put in, spending ridiculous amounts of money putting together these programs that never actually get implemented. Um, that sort but of stay the, on and the they shelf. put out all this data and statistics, saying, you know, there's so much statistics, so much data on it, and this is this is where the crux of my issue is. There's so much awareness of of how terrible it is, but there's bugger all education and and meeting it at the root cause there's so much focus on the symptom and and nothing that i've come across is dealing with the root cause of it it's just go to a gp get a mental health care get it's funneling everybody into the mental health system which is horrendous which is a flawed and broken system yeah yeah Yeah. i get it you're exactly right so that's why so i get a real b in my bonnet Every time, you know, let's say a new budget comes out and the government are like, oh, yeah, no, we definitely see there's an issue with mental health in this country. So we're going to actually increase the budget from this amount to this amount to help solve that problem. The issue is exactly like you're saying, the extra money is being spent on an already broken system that isn't getting people the help that they need. So it's like you're not actually solving anything by doing that. But and that's because that's to- because these these main charities and non-for-profits have a monopoly on the mental health space. And so that yeah. that that they are they are in you know friendly with with the government, state government, and federal government. And so when the funding gets announced, they're the first ones to go and put their hand out and say we'll take that funding. And that a, a large amount of that money goes to shit that doesn't work or never sees the light of day anyway. There's now okay, you go, you go. 
So Jeremy Forbes um, is a is a dude in Victoria, and he ran an organisation called Holt, and it was for tradies. And he'd, he'd drive around. And he was a he was a painter by trade, I think. Uh, and he he had a mate commit suicide, and that sort of got him go right. I've got to raise awareness, and so. Yeah, you know, he he got um, local butchers and bakers to to donate some bread and sausages, and he had a sausage sizzle at a job site and speak. And, uh, and then he he went and met someone, um, Greg Hunt. He met Greg Hunt, who was the minister for health at the time, and got buddy buddy with him. Ends up with a with two million dollar funding. Two million dollars he got right. So he bought himself a new truck and, and went around and had the most amazing sausages. I went to a few of these Holt things and he got these emotive people up whose son had died and she was just like, oh, that's terrible. And it was tra- and, and it was all about her. And then um, and then they hand out a show bag, a fucking show bag with a pen in it, with a pen in it uh, and pamphlets and go and see your GP and medication. And, and I was just... Uh, I'm I'm not bitter. I'm not coming at, at this from from bitterness or resentment or anything. I appreciate everyone's trying to or people like him. He was trying to do the best he could with what he had, but he wasn't a professional. He wasn't equipped to to do anything. Um, well, I think the frustration I, from our point of view comes because we can see, you know, especially the last I suppose ten years, there's all of a sudden all these resources, and whether that comes from government or privately funded. Um, you know, tra- charities that are getting funding from people and whatnot. So there's a, this massive resource pool now that wasn't there before. And for us, like you said, all those resources being funneled into something that works for some people but very few, it's it just seems like a real waste. That's the feeling I get. It's like, wow, there's this yeah. big pool of resources and it's being wasted. And we see, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of people out there who those resources aren't going to help those people at all and they really need it. No, that's not reaching the people who are sitting in their house, stuck in their house, not being able to go leave the house like I was or or are genuinely contemplating taking their own life or who are so anxious that they're debilitated and they can't eat or sleep or, you know, it's not reaching these people that need that really need it and i mean imagine what could you do what could i do with two million dollars in terms of helping people it would it would go so far free programs for everyone we'd get this you know acacia retreat place and we'd just be running retreat after retreat and working on the core of the issue instead of raising awareness of of how many people are committing suicide yeah and so then there are exceptions to that rule, you know, that are worth speaking Always about. Is. And, Always You is. know, and so there's some some brilliant charities out there. One, we've had him on the show, Matt Runnels, who runs Mindful Oz. And I know him personally, and he's become a friend over the years. And I, I wish, and a lot of the, the, the beads that I have in my bonnet come from stories he's told me because he's in that in that world. Um, you know, I wish some of those resources were not only going to, you know, people like you and me, Nick, but like him as well, because he is, um, I know 
his passion and the way that he runs things and the fact that he takes so little, you know, money just, just to get by himself and everything, every bit of money they raise goes towards trying to, they're, they're moving towards more preventative measures now and getting programs into school to teach kids about emotions, how to describe them, how to know which ones are which, how they're thinking patterns, how to have a safe space. So he's going to the real root in childhood, but also, you know, I've spoken at some of his events um, in regional Victoria where we have, you know, three, 400 people out there not just talking about like, you know, there's no show bags <laughs> or anything like that, but it's like, hey, we need to understand the roots of what's going on here and there are more options out there. Yes, maybe if you, you can go to a, a GP and whatnot if you feel right, but there are so many more options out there and so many communities that we can tap into now to get help, not just the standard ones. But the, 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 weird, the shit thing about the system is, that sort of approach, which makes so much sense to me and you, and we're, we're harping on it, well, that should be the case. A lot of funding and resources look at that and go, oh, nah, that's not that's not what we're going to put money into. Oh, you over here, you want to go and travel around giving out fucking show bags and having people talk about stories of suicide and spout stats. Here you go, have all the money. And so that's where a lot of frustration comes from. There's a, are you okay? Are you okay day? Like I've, I've, I've gone to mine sites and, and outback towns and everything. And you, and I, I'm literally standing there talking to the people and listening to them and hearing the, their struggles and, and everything. And I, and I, I asked them, you know, there's an, are you okay post on there that, that management or corporate have, have posted up there to tick their box um, and to make them feel better. And, I say, what is this post to do? What is, and, and everyone's like, we've got no idea. It's the most wasteful bit of printing ever. Like, are you okay? No. Oh. Okay. And that's it. That's where the conversation stops. That's yeah, yeah. like. Yeah, I see that the, you see there's the uh, stickers on the cars. You know, on the on the on the back of the car and that kind of thing. And yeah, I can't remember who it was, but this is a while ago. But I saw. Because I always see them and I kind of think the same thing. Um, and then uh, whoever it was, they, they had it on there. I think I was at a party or something. I'm like, oh, I don't just get the sticker on the back. When did you put that? Because, oh, I did. I, they handed him out at work or something and I put it up. And I'm like, are you actually, you know, to asking your close friends and everything or family members, you know, are you okay and actually being, you know, real? Does that sticker enhance your ability to do that? She's like, no. Uh, it's I, just I do that with or without a sticker. The, 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 I've just found the bee in the bonnet. I found, I, I found the sting. I found it, it's the a European wasp, I think. I found my issue with it. The okay. issue is it's creating a false reality. It's it's creating this, look what we're doing for mental The statistics are getting worse. And okay. so, much, yes. so much money is being spent on mental health, but nothing's fundamentally changing. And it's creating this illusion uh, of look what we're doing and yeah we're attending to mental health and we're fixing the problem and we're doing and it's not it's fucking bullshit nothing's actually changing nothing it's it's broken and they just keep pouring money into it and going look what we're doing and look at all these charities and are you okay and let's get beyond blue and and it's just, yeah so it's like this it's like yeah you that, that's i'm that's getting not okay vibe. it's like going well look do you know now here in Melbourne, one in every 10 cars has an Are You OK sticker on the back? And then everyone celebrates and goes, great success. But it's yeah. like, that's the wrong metric. That's the wrong metric that you're tracking here. That's not a, That's only a success if that leads 
to an improvement in people's mental health, you know, less suicide, that kind of thing. And it's not. No. So that's, that's really, um, and then people will uh, say, uh, but, um, and then they'll say, but it does, you don't see it now, but that has a flow on effect, you know, in five years or so, but we've, that's the awareness thing's been happening for way longer than that now. So that, that doesn't appear to be true as yet. I'm 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 in I'm in dharmic anger at the moment. So this is I'm I'm in control of my emotions, and I know that I'm. Dharmic anger. It is. It's dharmic anger. It's a thing. Yeah. And and sometimes it's necessary because I don't want to just sit here and continue to allow this to happen. You know, if 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 you don't challenge it and you don't speak up of it, you don't shine a light on it. It just continues. So. I got asked to present a golf club, a presentation at a golf club in on the border um, near Swan Hill, and and the, the bloke's mum had had passed away; she'd committed suicide, and so he wanted to do a fundraiser for the Black Dog Institute. And I said to him, "All right, you get, you, you haven't you're putting on this charity golf day, and you, you you're inviting." Billy Brownless up and all these retired ex-footballers who are all getting, you know, five grand for coming up. So that's what you're raising money for to get these footballers and they're going to auction off some of their shitty old jumpers or whatever. And, and okay, so you get some – these are the undies I wore in the 1983 prelim. And 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 so they, they raise a bunch of money, they get a bunch of speakers in. And I, I – it didn't it fell through thankfully because I, I i was gonna get up there and just be brutally honest and probably just wreck the whole day because i was gonna say oh, that would have been great i was just gonna i, I, I wouldn't have and then auctioned off shit. your left sock from when you were going yeah, through your metanoia yes. oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is the day that i couldn't open the door for my agoraphobia this is the left sock that i wore that day signed Three thousand dollars. Do I have any takers? This is this is my first vat of shame, wank shame tears. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay, I hear ten thousand in the back there. Ten thousand. Do I have eleven thousand? Twenty replica vats at one twentieth the scale. <laughs> and if you can buy an extra figurine of me crying into I, them, I got them. I got them made in China, so they're Chinese tears. Though they're not. They're not. Yeah. They're, not they're not Australian tears. Tears are made in China. <laughs> So and I said to the bloke, and I said, mate, and, and I did it with, with a, a very mindfully, uh, treaded a delicate line, and I said, I'm so sorry to hear about your mum and, and her suffering, but please explain to me what a charity golf day is going to do. What's what's it going to change? The, the money that's raised, where's that going to go? What, who, who, where are those? If you raise $10,000, what what is that ten thousand dollars going to do? What's it going to change? And it was like I don't know. And how much of it's going to go to administrative costs? How much it goes to printing posters and marketing and buying vehicles and getting sign writing all over the vehicles? And you know how much of it is actually going to reach someone who was like your mum? And you know, it's a it's a really interesting conversation. And and. I just, yeah. yeah it's because um, we're, we're not, it's like, I've told this story on the show before. It's like, I mean, when we first started the center, we were going around to all doctors and whatnot and um, just letting them know that we're here and we're going to treat addiction in a bit of a different way. Went to one and um, they all, you we went to bring them lunch, they ate our food and, and 
90% of them walked out at us. And the guy who owned the clinic was there and, you know, he was going, oh, you got balls coming in here. And he said, because we know that it's like, we know if we have a client with addiction and they need to go get treatment, you know, we send them to Pine Lodge. So it's like, I've done that. I've done my job and I'm right and I'm that's all good. And I said, do you I know the statistics? protocol. I followed protocol. I'm like, do you know the statistics of Pine Lodge? You know, not at 10, but they have about a 10% success rate. So nine out of 10 people that you send there won't get the help that they need. And he goes, oh, well, I wouldn't know all the stats and walked off. So when I think people, and they, they do it from a good place, but I think our little bit of dharmic anger today is, is, is warranted because it's like, I'm going to organize a, a charity golf day or whatever it is. I'm going to organize this special barbecue and whatnot. And all the proceeds are going to go to ABC Institute. So now all of a sudden I'm like, I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing this for the right cause. And, you know, we, we go about it. And it's like, oh, my God, I raised, you know, I raised $6,300 and that's going to go to this institute over here. Awesome, I'm done. But we don't ask the questions like you were asking that guy. Okay, where does that money go to? Does 5000 of it go to the CEO's salary? He's paying himself one hundred eighty grand a year. Where does the rest of it go? You know, and so all of a sudden yeah. the people that need it don't get it. Here's something that's going to sound terrible. That bloke who was hosting the charity golf day for Black Dog, he was doing that to, for himself. He wasn't doing that for anyone else. He was doing that to alleviate some of his grief and to fear because something out of his control happened and, and he lost someone very near and dear to him and he was stuck in in suffering and wanted so it was like medicaid it was a it was a coping mechanism for him he was he was trying to soothe that wound by raising money and and look and and i'm helping other people it had nothing to do with anyone else it had everything to do with him and i'm not sitting here and you're not sitting here saying we could do it better. We should we should create a new system, Nick and Ryan have a magic wand and are the only ones that can, you know, it's it's not about us. It's it's about the people that are struggling and stuck and have have been I'd say nine out of ten of my clients have been in the mental health care system and either ejected themselves from it, thankfully, or been spat out by it because it was so unhealthy. And we're doing. I'm talking about this for them, and and the people that can't help themselves, and do you know it ain't weak to speak. So many people do speak up and raise their hand, but it instantly, as soon as they open their mouth, there's a pill shoved in it, or um, there's a, a clinician labeling them or diagnosing them with something, and it's it's. I would love to just tear it apart. Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a disconnect. There's the so what me and Nick we're always trying to empathise with that person who's in it who needs the help, and then you've got all these layers up here, and then up here you've got you know resources, funding, charities, and all that, and then people implementing programs, and there's such it doesn't get down here, it just doesn't. You know, it stop it stops here, and everyone goes, oh, we did a great job. Look at all the stickers over here. Look how many people know about mental health. But old Johnny over here who's depressed as fuck is like not even aware that there's, you know, resources out there for him because they haven't gotten through. It's like people, you know, the, the, the doctors without borders and, and people on the front line, people in third world countries, and there's all UNICEF and there's all these, you know, donate the food and, and all that. A million dollars is raised, about a thousand dollars will trickle down to to the doctors on the front line, and it's just it's just wasteful. And so, 
um, yeah, there's just there's got to be a better way. But a better way is not going to be created until the current way is challenged enough and, and a light is shone at it and you know, our little podcast that we're doing today is not going to bring the system down. But we're a little, little, we're, we're a little laser pointer. We're just starting oh, yeah. to laser yeah. pointer, point it at the system. Everyone, everyone, look at this. We're, we're, we're a little magnifying glass and, and we slow, maybe if we get the right sunlight, it'll start burning the system a little bit. <laughs> On the, up on the in bar. flames yeah. <laughs> give it a rev up um yeah no i saw that a lot yeah when we once again started the session we started to get in touch with different people in the industry and we went to we'd only been over for about six weeks and went to this uh phn meeting who helped distribute uh funds from the from the government to these places and yeah i, I would i was really interested because i was speaking to a lot of people who were there who kind of managed you know these bigger clinics and that kind of thing and you could see after normally, you know, 10, 20, 30 years, there's just more and more of a disconnect from the mm. front line, you know, because mm. they, they were on the front line, very passionate. And then as you move away from the front line, start moving to management of the people who are on the front line, the bigger oh. management, and that's the people who deal with where the resources are being handed out. All of a sudden, that system that we're talking about has also moulded the, the professionals in the space. So it's moulded them to now look at, you know, numbers on a page you know and look at these metrics and things like that and start to use funding on metrics and 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 the wrong metrics you know i believe but one of the ones i couldn't believe was the guys like yeah we get funding for people coming through the door not for outcomes Mm. and i'm like so yeah that even if it's the same person who keeps coming back yeah Mm. and i'm like well that's a really interesting way of measuring success (laughs) it's like it's like you know in the army front the frontline soldiers and you, you may have been in the trenches and then years after you get promoted and promoted and you move further up the ranks and all of a sudden you're a general and you, you're sitting all, as far away from the front line as possible, making all these decisions about what should be happening. And the soldiers are sitting there going, this is the most ridiculous fucking decision ever made or the Russians aren't reaching them or the, they're not getting water or ammunition or and it's so it's in it's in it's just it's just the nature of things it's it's in every system but once again we we can understand the nature of it and go yeah it's there but we can also go let's try and change it and let's 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 make it better i mean the, the dan and ed from trademark they've got tx um they've started their charity um tx foundation that's for tradies to get um free a free phone call with a with a psychologist and that's sort of a, a temporary thing so that's great um and, and they're doing amazing with that but you know I, I just, i've got this vivid memory of standing at, at this halt thing and looking at all these traders and, and because i i've got so many clients that are traders and you listen to the traders as they walk out you know you're in the audience and you hear them like oh yeah free burger free bacon egg roll and a coffee you know and then they just chuck the chuck the show bag out and carry on with the nothing changes. They walk out exactly the same mm. as they walked in. They go home and say, oh, honey, how was that mental health thing? Worked out? Yeah, it was right. Yeah, I got a free burger. What did you learn? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, that yeah. was it. No, no yeah, this, well, woman was up, this, this, this woman was up there the, describing, yeah. you know, her son's suicide and, and in very minute detail. And, and it was just, it was, oh. I was just like, this is this is where two million dollars get you, and and I yeah. I What's the sad. latest one? I read some. There's some whoever the you know minister is at the minute. They 
what's the newest camp? Something to do with barbecues. Something to do with, you know, you gather around the barbie and, and have a chat or some shit. He's going to travel all around, whether it's a state or the country, and encourage all these barbecues. And I'm like, all right, let's see. Let's see what's actually happening at these barbecues. How's yeah. life, mate? How's work? Yeah, no, nah, it's all right. Anything you want to talk about? No, nah, no. Nah. Okay, successful barbecue. Here's your show bag, everyone. I'm going to the next one. Here you have a, you have a pen. I've, I've, t- I've, I've ticked my Can box. Can you imagine? You're like, oh, my God, I feel so much better. Oh, my God. Uh, pe- people, people say to me when I, when I talk to, to people about this, and they say, well, why don't you get funding? Why don't you apply for funding? Why don't you get grants and, and you know, uh, sh- show us what you can do? I'm like, it's so unattractive to, to receive money from the government because the amount of hoops that you've got to jump through, you, I'd spend more time justifying what I'm doing with the money than actually spending it wisely. So uh, I don't think that's the answer. The answer is not for Nick or Ryan to, you know, hopefully I'll, I'll win 60 million tonight and I can just yeah. chuck that it's, out. Um, the, the, yeah, we, we've looked into it at times and the, the red tape um, is unbelievable. Oh. Like, you know, we're, we're talking for us who haven't got classic, you know, psychology training, yeah. master's training and that kind of thing. You're talking years with the possibility that it's not even going to happen in the first place. So that's how, you know, it's so funny. It's like they're so tight around where resources and funding will go. But then when they've got the ones they go to, they're happy to hand out plenty of money. But, you know, like we've spoken about, it's like, what's that money going to? Is it making a difference? So I think yeah, you know, the the we've got to control the controllers. We can't control the mental health system or the funding or people who are receiving the funding or where the money goes. So we can only control what we're doing. And so for me, my focus is on you know working with people. Uh, and this is it comes back to my if if you're a listener and you've heard something resonate, you know I realize MindFit's not reaching. The amount of people it needs to, um, you know, we've got clients and, and it's great and all ticking over, but it, it's not at its potential. It could it could reach so much more, and it is, it's seemingly the feedback is that it's very attractive because it's so different from the typical mental health model, and yours is the same, and and so uh, I feel like I'm not doing enough to to promote it and get it out there, and but I don't want to put it market it as a, as selling a product i just want to give away all of this information and if it lands or resonates with someone that may then trigger them to to pick up the phone or send an email and go oh hey have this little clip on facebook or instagram or whatever it really resonated can i learn more about that and so i think spreading the information as far and wide as we can and like we don't promote this podcast and it's great that it popped up on your mate's feed or whatever but no, maybe we need to start putting this out there a little bit more and I don't know. It's- I think I think you could um, you should make some show bags up. Um, Mindfit show bag. Uh, pen, obviously pl- pen. Pl- yeah, pa- pa- paper or plastic? Uh, plastic. Non biodegradable plastic. And okay, uh, okay. <laughs> a pen, just like a yeah. dodgy big pen that you've just put a little mindfit sticker on. Um, a sticker I, for their car is your is your mind fit, you know? Yeah, question mark. Yeah, yeah we'll put that yeah. on the on the car. Yeah. Um, and, and and just a pamphlet of statistics. What about this as a bumper sticker? If you ain't woke, you're broke. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that'll, 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 change, that'll change. That'll change. That'll change people's ability. I know. I know. If I was in a state of deep clinical depression and I saw that bumper sticker, I'd, I'd be cured straight away. That's just. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe. Yeah, so, all right, yeah. show bag, <laughs> and then we'll just start handing them out. Can we? Can we get a bunch of black market SSRIs and stick them in there as well? May as well. Just... <laughs> we'll just. We'll um. We'll just say it's a packet of mints. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the anti anti Valium for everyone. Valium for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Some sort of maybe some sort of upper during the day so they can get stuff done and achieve all their tasks, and then because they yeah. can't sleep at night, we'll give them some Valium, and then they'll be fine because it's really sustainable to be on uppers and downers consistently to try and deal with day to day life. Mm. Or what about this? It's a bit of left field, but what if we just numb them completely so there's no up or down? It's just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll work. That'll also um, cause less trouble on a societal level. So anyone who's going through something who might be a bit of a disruption to society, we can just maybe we'll bring back lobotomies. Maybe we'll just travel the country doing woke blokes podcast and live streamed lobotomies. And and the electric therapy, What's electric the, shock the, therapy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, we can do both. You can you spin a wheel. If you're really struggling, <laughs> it's like, am I going to be on the uppers and downers? Am I going to be numbed, a lobotomy or electric shock treatment? Oh, I love it. I'm mean, the fifth, one, the fifth a- one's getting to the actual root cause and doing some deep inner work on myself and coming out the other side in a healthy and sustainable way. It's like Russian roulette. But, that, but there's only one of those on the wheel. Yeah, yeah, the that's rest, right. The rest are all. You have like a 10% and- chance. We, and we can get like a Winnebago and just travel the country. It's, a real dodgy, cool. like an old, like the like the the Winnebago out of Breaking Bad. They're cooking meth in yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just graffiti mind fit and instead of for healing on site. <laughs> if this van's a rocking, don't come a knocking. Come and do a town near you. Oh, it's perfect. It's perfect. Let's let's it do is. it. I'd love to do that. I might actually. I really. I had this thought a couple of years ago. You'd love to do that. Not that exactly. <laughs> Which bit? Not the. I'd love to travel the country for a year, do a, a, a mind fit lap of Australia, and just stop in uh, all these small. If I if I had two million bucks, that's that's what I'd do. I'd just hit the road, and and map out. I'm going to be at these towns, and just. Hit and chuck him and the doggos in in the bongo van and off we go. Well, what would you do? I reckon some sort of uh, so education piece. You know why we think the way that we do destructive thought patterns, all that kind of stuff. And then also as you leave the town, you're setting the people up who need it with that ongoing support. It's like great. Now we're going to work on this. You're going to have weekly sessions with so and so from MindFit. You know, here's your days and times. What what support work have you got around you? Let me speak to the rest of family. Make sure we're all on the same page. You know that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, that's that's just that's basically a discovery session that we do before the program in every town. So here's what's going on. Here, here's here's your cognitive distortions. Here's your anger. Here's why you're using all these coping mechanisms. Here's what you can do differently. And if you're into it, great. And yeah, let's start this community, online community, and we'll all sort of engage and we'll all do this work together and go forward and you know and meditate let's do a meditation and let's at what point are you then showing them the suicide statistics 
Oh yeah, fuck. Is that what you'd be um, meditating on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll just, I'll just really want to reinforce and drum into everyone how many people are committing suicide. I just, yeah. I, I think. And, and I think at that's what point will you? What point will you label them with the diagnosis? Because that's super helpful as well. Well, that's going to be a wheel as well. So they're going to spin the oh, wheel. So and which then, one you have? And then, yeah, and then they'll there's going to be a stick, and they literally have to stick it on their forehead. <laughs> what about tattoo? <laughs> That's, that's a bit excessive. It's a bit excessive. <laughs> oh, that was fun. That was fun. I enjoyed this. You had a bee in your bonnet. We've ended up laughing at the end of it. Um, yeah, I get your bee, though. You know, I get that there's – and my point is there's exceptions to that bee in the bonnet, but I totally get where you're coming from. And, and the one thing we can agree on is that, you know, there is – massive flaws in the mental health care system and there needs to be more options for people and more education. So instead of having, it's like going to a, a, a restaurant and there's just one fucking thing on the menu. It's like um, uh, mental health care plan medication. It's like, oh, okay, I'll have that again, I guess. It's like, well, no, p- different people will resonate with different ways of getting better and we need those options for people and from the, for them to be the forefront of people's minds. Let's uh, let's get old love back on the podcast. Remember, she was the minister for the the, yep. the the vet, the suicide person to the prime minister, the advisor, or something. Yes. she was creating the mental health landscape for the next ten years and whatnot. I'd love to get her back and you know put her in the hot seat this time instead of just <laughs> in the hot yeah. seat. All right, let's yeah. do it. All right. Well, remember, remember, her people kept saying, "Oh, you know, can you send us a list of questions?" And so maybe yeah. we we worked around that. We were nice to her, so we've sort of we've 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 lured her with honey, and now we just get her in the hot seat and go, "All right, fun's over, love." Yeah, we dun dun dun. We want to know how you gonna how you gonna yeah. How's this <laughs> plan actually, coming? What's changing? Who are we actually who are we actually asking to advice on to? Are you asking the front lines or are you asking the, the generals and the, the chairman and the, yeah. the people at the back who are loading their pockets? I reckon you'd thrive in that position, just just putting someone in the hot seat because you, you're quite disarming. Your nature's quite disarming. But then if you get in there with some real stabby questions, I reckon that's going to go great. Mm, yeah. I'll tee up some sort of uh, – it'll sound like we've got an audience or something. I'll have a little buttons where it's like, ooh. I'd like to have a buzzer that electrocutes them as soon as yeah. I think they're lying. Eh, wrong. Yeah, let's put let's put a let, let's do electric shock therapy on the people that are creating the system. Yeah, yeah. let's put so them. We'll in say to the her system. people, it's like, hey, we've we've sent over this weird looking helmet with probes on it. Just make <laughs> sure she's wearing that at the time of the interview. I'm sure that'll go well. Yeah, no, she'd sign. They'd sign off on that for her. They'd sign off on that for sure. All right. Well, anyway, we're back to the back to the grind for us. Back to back to reality. Back to doing what we love doing, and you know, the system will always be the system. But we can. Yeah, you know, I'm really. Uh, I'm. I'm going to figure out a way to do this this road trip over for a year around a lap of Australia. All right, I'll support you. I might, I, I might need some sponsors. <laughs> sponsors. Black, oh, Black, Dog Insti- Black Dog Institute. Can yeah. You, can you, beyond Blue, can you, I'll, I'll put a sticker on the van. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? You just completely sell out. 
<laughs> and then you tra- and then you travel the country and don't even talk about your mind fit stuff. You're just like, you're just like oh, let's look at these stats. We've got show bags for you. Or oh, 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 I get all this money off them and don't talk about them at all. And then they get around Australia and they hear about it and then they say, can we have a million dollars back? Uh, fuck. Sorry, spent it. <laughs> <laughs> all gone. Not here. Here, no cash. Yeah. yeah. The cash, not here. Not here. <laughs> I'll just, just have that on the button. Um, oh, well, that was fun. It was, um, it was, it's, it's weird consciously going to the Dharma Ganga because, you know, it's my... It's my, lovely. My general day-to-day demeanor is is very equanimous, so it's 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 fun to shake things up a little bit from time to time. No, there's there's uh, anger. There's this wonderful juice in it. You know, it, it can, it's a force for change. You know, it's a force yeah. for empowerment, not destruction. Even though that we see destructive anger so well, much that, in that's, the world, that's that's why it's dharmic anger because it's constructive. It's not destructive. Beautiful. All right, well, I'm going to start using that term next time. I you know. Mel's like, oh, why is something going baby? This is dharmic anger, okay? Don't you take it the wrong way. <laughs> That's a dharmic backhand. <laughs> oh, dear. Blue would be rolling over in his grave. Um, or in his next life, in his ex- next incarnation. All right. All right, for tuning into the woke blokes podcast please don't forget to subscribe to the show also leave us a five-star rating we thank you so much and we'll see you all next time